Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Today, inshallah, we are going to be talking about a really important topic, the topic of childhood trauma. How you know if you've experienced childhood trauma? What is it? How does it impact your relationships? And finally, what can you do about it? Before we begin, don't forget you can go on the website and download my free printable PDF planner on www.cupofparenting.com slash planner. Before we go into any detail, I'd just like to add a disclaimer that I am not a licensed trauma therapist and I am just choosing to speak about this topic because it's something that often comes up in my parenting classes so I felt like it's a really important topic to highlight. If it is something that you're experiencing or that is creating triggers for you then please do go out and seek professional support wherever you are there will be some support available so please do that. Okay let's begin. Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host Aisha, a paediatric speech and language therapist, mum of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. The reason I've decided to talk about this topic is because as a parenting coach I deliver parenting classes to parents and one theme that often comes up during the classes is this concept of parents who have experienced some sort of childhood trauma and they feel like this is really impacting them in their lives now and on their parenting as well and it's about being able to identify that that's happened to you and also offer some advice that they can take action on and lots of reassurance as well. So first of all, let's understand the concept of childhood trauma. What does it even mean? So childhood trauma can cover a wide range of different types of experiences, including neglect, abuse, emotional abuse or physical abuse, loss of a loved one, going through your parents' divorce, witnessing violence, for example, if the child is in a war zone, even things like a car accident, or something that's highly dysfunctional in the family environment, that could also lead to childhood trauma. And these experiences can then go on to have a really profound impact on the person and on their emotional and psychological well-being throughout their life and then when they become a parent themselves this can then impact on those relationships with their children. Now childhood trauma happens when the child goes through these things and experiences distress that's extremely painful. This can also include things like bullying, things like community violence as well, Things like domestic violence is also uh, one of the big ones. Now because of this trauma, the person then goes on to experience PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder or post-traumatic stress syndrome and PTSD is an anxiety disorder and it's when you have distressing, frightening and very stressful events in your life. Now it's important to note that PTSD can actually occur as soon as the events happen. It can occur weeks later, it can occur months later and it can actually even occur years after the event as well. And people react differently to trauma so and traumatic situations so not everybody will experience PTSD. And when someone has a complex traumatic um, history they might develop different ways to 
cope with this trauma as they're growing up and to help them function in their day-to-day -day life. And this can include things like hiding their emotions so they don't show fear. It can include things like being aware of threats in their environment so they don't want these threats to negatively affect them. It might make them really sensitive to other people's moods, especially adults' moods, because they don't want to upset these adults in their life. And these are ways that people might use in order to cope with their life and so that they can feel safe, feel safe emotionally and feel safe physically. However, when that person grows up and then they are in a safe environment, they are in a secure environment, they are no longer at risk. It can be unhealthy to still be using these kind of coping strategies um, and, and it's important to let go of these at that stage. So as an adult, how do you know that you've got this um, complex trauma history, you might experience all or some of these. So you might struggle to maintain and build relationships. You might find it difficult to express and manage your emotions. You might struggle to process sensory input. You might act impulsively, defensively or aggressively. You might disassociate yourself. So what does this mean? It means when things happen, you remove yourself from your body and obviously you don't do this physically it's just a mental removing of yourself so you're not actually quite there you're not feeling things people might hear voices people might have intrusive thoughts and you might find it challenging to think and to learn and to function and if you have complex trauma you might even start blaming yourself and you might find it really hard to go about your daily life this can then obviously have an impact on your physical health as well and you can become quite poorly and quite unwell as a result of this now this is how it might affect you as a person how can it then affect you when you become a parent how does it affect you if you've gone through childhood trauma and this is um where i speak to parents where they're sort of at this stage and they'll often blame themselves and say that oh i think it's because this is what i experienced when i was a child so one of the things for example could be attachment issues attachment issues between the parent who experienced a trauma in their childhood and their own children so sometimes parents might say that they find it really hard to form secure attachments with their own children like emotional attachment so it's not like they're not parenting the child they might be meeting the child's physical needs but they might not be meeting the child's emotional needs or getting angry with the child um, or getting frustrated or upset so then they have that emotional disconnect which is obviously very important for the child growing up so because they can't establish this trust and emotional connection with the child um, this can result in the child then feeling insecure and disconnected with, with the parent, the mom or the dad. Another thing trauma survivors might find difficult is emotional regulation. So the ability to regulate their emotions. So they might end up feeling increased emotional reactions um, and quite intense emotional reactions. For example, anger, anxiety, depression. And children are quite good at picking up these emotions, especially if it's coming from parents. Um, so this can affect their ability, the parents' ability to provide a stable and nurturing environment for their children. And because children are highly sensitive, if their emotions are going up and down and, you know, increasing and decreasing with sensitivity irregularly, this can also have a negative impact on the bond that they then have with the parents. Another one is repeat pattern. So unfortunately, it's a known fact and statistics that um, the victims of trauma might go on to then 
become the perpetrators and repeat what they've experienced with their own children. They might do this knowingly, but they might even do this unknowingly doing the same patterns that were done to them. For example, if they grew up in an abusive household and this is all that they knew, they might start using these methods with their own children and this is perpetuating that cycle of trauma. So like I said, they might not necessarily even do it because they mean it or they're doing it maliciously. This might be the only parenting that they ever saw and they ever experienced. Therefore, they are then engaging in this behavior as parents themselves. Now let's move on to some practical advice for those people who may be trauma survivors from their childhood and how they can hopefully break this cycle and some of the practical things they can do to help themselves. The first one is to seek professional help and this is really really important. If you can recognize that this is what you've experienced, it's never too late to go out and experience, um, it's never too late to go out and seek professional help, especially if this is impacting you right now. And like I said, the people that I'm talking to and working with are at that stage where their parents themselves and their children are growing up. So it's not that this trauma has just happened now, but clearly it's still impacting them and their lives in a big way, in quite a significant way that they should be going out and seeking help. And this is something that I would encourage. So this might be therapy, it might be counseling from a trained professional. So a therapist can help you process and get through the trauma in a safe and professional environment. They can offer different types of therapies depending on what works for you and help you um, not only have a coping mechanisms but also build up your emotional resilience which is really important to be able to do and you know once you start taking care of your own mental health you can then become more effective as a person and as a parent and become more present in your parenting and in your day-to-day -day life as well. Another one is by having practicing mindfulness and self-care. It's always important to look after yourself and to incorporate you know, breathing routines and take moments out. As a Muslim, you do this anyway in your five daily prayers where you're just alone talking to your creator, you're connecting with your creator and you're taking that time out every single day to be able to do that. That's really important. You can also do this to try and stay grounded and you know reduce your stress and anxiety. If you look after yourself and prioritize your own self, then you can obviously look after the other important people in your environment, whether that's your husband or your wife or your children. But you can't do this if you're not looking after yourself. You have to be a little bit selfish here. You are the most important person in your life and the reason you are is because if you're not looking after yourself, if you're not 100% the best version of yourself, then you can't do the best by your children and by your loved ones. And sometimes it's really hard. Obviously, every single day you can't wake up and be 100%. But if you are prioritizing yourself and at least trying just to take a little bit of time out to take care of your mental health, your emotional health and your physical health, then you will be in that position where you can be better. Whereas if you just neglect that altogether and it gets to the point where you're suffering physically and mentally and emotionally, then like I said, that will feed off and, you know, leak into your parenting um, strategies with your children and they will suffer the consequences of that. So make sure you take care of yourself. Also educate yourself learn about the effects and the impact of trauma on parenting. Understand how 
the behavior that you might have experienced in the past is linked to the actions that you're doing today. How are they both connected? And this can actually empower you once you understand, once you know, once you can rationalize and pinpoint and say, actually, the reason I'm doing this today is because of what I experienced 10 years ago, then that'll actually bring you a step closer to becoming a better person and to hopefully overcoming that trauma as well. You can do this through books, through attending workshops, through accessing resources online, through accessing healthcare, wherever you are and wherever it's accessible through, you know, your GP, um, your mental health services. There is a lot available these days. There are lots of resources that can help you with trauma-informed parenting. So I would say that if you need to, definitely go out and have a look at what's available. So how can you then build healthy relationships with your children? Whether you have or haven't survived trauma, this is important for everybody to do. So let's have a look at some tips. First of all, open communication. Be open and honest with your children. Create a safe space for them to express their feelings and concerns. Actively listen to what they have to say without judging um, and validate their emotions. You know, if they're saying they're feeling upset or tired or angry or sad, validate and accept that that is how they're feeling. Children are really usually quite good at vocalizing how you feel, but sometimes as parents, we might be tired and exhausted ourselves. So we might either dismiss this or even worse is not accept that that's how they're feeling. Actively listen to what they're saying and this will help your children feel heard, feel understood and feel valued and it will strengthen your connection with them. Try and practice consistency and routine. We know that children thrive on routine, they thrive on consistency. So if you have um, a predictable schedule with children, not only with very young children, but even you know as teenagers, if there's some sort of routines going on in your daily life and in, in the household, this creates boundaries and this will make them feel a sense of security as well if they know what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do, what the sort of general timetable is in your house for the weekdays, for the weekends, for the evenings, for the holidays, this will be good for you as well. And make sure you balance structure with flexibility. So obviously you don't have a strict, rigid routine that doesn't suit that child, that's not giving that child the ability to, you know, relax, have some free time, have some time for their self-care. Make sure you factor that all in as well. Um, and as children grow older, they will have different needs as well. How can you then break the cycle of trauma and move forward with yourself? First and most important thing is forgiveness. It's essential that you forgive yourself for any mistakes you might have made in your parenting due to the trauma. Remember, healing is a process. I always say to my parents, the fact that they are there and present in my workshops show that they do want to do something. They do want to make a difference. They do acknowledge that things haven't always been perfect and we aren't perfect and we, we will never be 100% perfect, but we can always improve and do better. So if you acknowledge that you've had issues or problems or challenges and you're doing something positively to overcome them, then that can only make things better and that can just make things more positive for you, for your family. So start by forgiving yourself. If God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has said, he's al-ghafoor, is the forgiving, and we are encouraged to ask for forgiveness for all the little mistakes we make in our daily lives, then we should also be willing to forgive ourselves, yeah? 
I would urge you to attend parenting classes or support groups, see what's available in your area. If you live somewhere isolated where there's no such classes or things going on, then I'd seek you, then I would, then I would encourage you to look online if there's trusted groups that you can join. There's so many things nowadays where there is a community of like-minded people because you know, you always need some sort of emotional support from other people. So just make sure that it aligns with your values and your beliefs before joining. And usually when you join these kind of groups, you can get practical advice, emotional support, and that can be really good for you, for your children and for your relationships as well. Remember healing is possible and by addressing your own trauma, you can create a healthier and happier environment for you and for your children and you can move forward with your life inshallah i hope you found this episode useful i'll see you next time assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh